episode of Growing Up Gay with Vaughn and Malik. This is currently Vaughn on the mic, and I am joined by my lovely host, co-host. Co-host. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, Malik. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, use he, him pronouns. Unless I'm referring to one of y'all, then I might call you girl, but that's that's not personal. Right. You know? Right, right, right. How y'all doing? It's Malik. I hope you guys are being festive as we are in the ninth day of the new year. I mean, nine days in, y'all, and I feel like my whole wig has been blown off my head. Let's really get into it. How has your 2020 started, friend? Let's discuss that, actually. (laughs) Let's get into that. Somebody get me a vodka double with a lime, please. <laughs> Stat! <laughs> Stat! I need okay. a vodka on the rocks. Stat! But without the rocks. <laughs> just, just the vodka with the, li- with the lime. Um, You know what? Honestly, my 2020 has been off to a really good start. A lot of good energy. A lot of good um, passion. But I've been conflicted because I've been having to confront just a lot of deep things from last year you know Mm. making the decision like okay i'm aware of these things and now living in the awareness is like excruciating all the fucking time so it's like being constantly aware of trying to do better things having to remember these new habits and live them and as they're new habits you do them but it still causes you pain to do these new things because of you're used to doing the old shit. Like the old shit, the old shit brings you instant gratification. That's why you love it. Like you love eating the Debbie cake because it tastes so good right now. Mm. You know, you love warm honey bun. Yes. Yes. A warm honey bun. Like, you love going um, going out to, to, that, to that great restaurant and getting that stir fry and, and having the cake at the end because it's just, it's, it's just amazing. Or, hey, going to the movies or whatever it is. Like, you love those things because it's instant. You get it. But the thing about doing what is best for you, it's often foreign and it's often dreadful. So I've just been like, I've just been like stirring in that lately, but still making the right decisions for myself has just been like, oh, girl, this new year is tiring. <laughs> but I feel good. I feel energized. And I feel really committed to uh the long goal so nine days in i think it's gonna be a disciplined hard journey but mm-hmm. really rewarding with a lot of things that are coming around the corner for me and the things i've been working on lately what about you Dope. um you know <laughs> i thought i was gonna start 2020 off very strong i didn't <laughs> um i was like man i'm gonna get into the gym i'm gonna eat clean da 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 that didn't start until literally yesterday. <laughs> like, yeah. um, to be fair, last week I went to the gym twice, but that's a wash because I've been eat. I was eating like trash. Um, but I've given back up meat. Um, I'm currently a pescatarian. I'm trying Kudos. to get myself. Thank you, thank you. Drop one of clues um, bombs for that. <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know, I was a um, damn near vegan, but I was vegetarian because I allowed myself to have egg. Um, from time to time for about two years, two years in one month to be exact, um, after being pescatarian for a year prior to that. Um, and then in 2019, um, February 2019, I started eating seafood again. And then by June of 2019, I started eating chicken again. I didn't um, have any red meat or because I just I'm not a red meat person. I don't care for steak or burgers or anything. Um, except I am lying. Hold on. I did okay. have oxtail. Ooh, I, I had, had some oxtail. oxtails last week and they were delicious. <laughs> I tore them up. <laughs> I had oxtail when I went to uh, Miami because I mean, my mom made them, so I had to. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I, but anyway, point is, I've given it back up. Um, it's just not for me. Do you feel lighter? I I feel better. Good. I really do. Like. And it's not to be gross or TMI, but you can definitely tell the differences. Certain things will tell you the differences when you've like, when your shit, your shit, your shit will tell you that it's different. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I hate discussing bowel movements or farting. Anyone that knows me knows I don't talk about it. I don't, ew. 
I'm just one of those people that I've like if anyone has followed me on social media for the nine, ten years to oh, ten years at this point. Ooh, shit, eleven years at this point that I've been on on like Twitter and stuff. You'll know you've never seen me discuss any of that stuff because ew. Um, but yeah, things will tell you that 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 you've stopped because your body starts to like get rid of it. Um, but yeah, I actually do feel better. Had a really good workout today, um, and just I've I've realized that you know. And this is a good point for us to go directly into our growing up gay. I know Malik usually takes the the lead, but you know I'm like I'm gonna be Kelly the one time she sang emotions, um, <laughs> when they're in Rod was that Rotterdam? Yes. Bam! Look at that DC 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 three trivia. Um, I'll be Kelly in that moment and um, step into our growing up gay for this week. For those of you that don't know, Malik, tell them what is growing up. I mean, not growing up gay. Lord, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Get it together. Tell them what is get it together, Malik. Yes. So um, you guys know what get it together is. Get it together. This segment when we when we share a health and mental tip, whatever it is that we're working on. And so this week, um, I get it together. It's centered around Muladhara, which is Muladhara, for those that don't know, it's the root chakra, chakra one. Um, and if you're familiar Shaka, with... Right, Chakrash Khan, Shaka Khan. Oh my God, that would be such a cute-ass name for somebody that's like real holistic and shit. Chakra Khan. There is. <laughs> there oh, is. is there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to look it up on Instagram. Oh, shit. So, um, all in all, you know, if you're familiar with the chakra system, you'll, you you know, you know about it. And so chakra one, it talks about just being centered and being grounded. And um, with the chakra system, the Muladhara chakra, your, your root chakra, it's like the fight or flight. So an example, um, you are, you are being aggressed by someone who you know, is at work and they're rude to you. You either can say, hey, you're going to stop being fucking rude to me. Or you can like, you know, go tell the manager. You either can stand up for yourself right then and there, or you can kind of be, be more passive and go get the authorities to kind of come in and handle the situation. That's a great example of fight or flight. Neither one of them are bad or good, but it kind of just lets you know kind of where you stand within your own energy sector. Another example is when you are really passionate about starting a business or maybe you have an idea about um, going back to school um, and this idea is on your mind, but then someone says, are you sure about that? Someone begins to question you about it or someone begins mm. to ask you for more detail and you begin to tense up. You begin to not have clarity and not have a lot of root, a lot of groundness they to sow that seed of, of, uh, of, uh, fuck. Yeah. So you're just not able to actually be centered and you're not able to be um, direct and you're not able to own what it is that you want to do. And so I think a great way to to really be able to invoke more of that ownership in 2020 and, and really be able to stand firm in your ideas and to, is to is to really start with realizing that your ideas and you, you have worth. You deserve to be here. So a good mantra that you could say is, I have worth. I deserve to be here. I have worth. I deserve to be here. And what this does is this just reinforces your ideas. This reinforces who you are. And this also reminds yourself, even when you're sad, even when you're down, that you do have worth despite these emotions. Mm. So all in all, um, you know, it's easy to start something. It's easy to, you know, own a persona, but it's really hard to back it up if you're not grounded in it, if you don't believe in yourself first and, ha and, and believe that you have value to actually do it and accomplish it. So um, I get it together is to look up chakra one, look up the chakra system and learn about some energy fields in your, in your life and learn about how um, this energy can be manifesting in your life in a way that you don't even know because you're not aware of it. Wow. I think that's that's actually really powerful. And it's funny. Um, I created a wellness tracker for myself uh, a few days ago just to track my overall wellness uh, mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, physically. And ironically, I broke it down into sections um, from food to fitness. And then I included affirmations. And it's funny that you mentioned the, the root chakra because part of my affirmations are 
I am deserving of happiness, love, and success. I am worthy and I am enough. And that aligns perfectly with what you were just saying. So I'm going to actually have to look into that. Shout out to you for that, friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to you for that. All right. So my get it together for this week is don't worry about the length of trying times or of the journey that you are currently taking. Focus on actionable steps, one step at a time. Um, and the reason why I wanted to focus that, um, I re- the reason why I made that my get it together for this week is I feel like while people are changing and, and um, trying to better themselves um, or trying to, uh, you know, get the things they want out of life, a lot of times it can be easy to be deterred by the length of a journey or how much time it's going to take you to do whatever it is that you need to do. And I think the best thing to do is to just stop focusing on the length of time and focus on each actionable step that you need to take every single day. So, for instance, like I'm refocusing my my, you know, my my focus on um, eating cleaner. Right. I've given up meat, like I stated earlier, um, but just everyday eating. I'm just focusing on on eating cleaner, not necessarily not having things or depriving myself of things, but focusing more on portion and just flat out eating cleaner. So like today I was going to, uh, I had my workout, I came home and I was like, I'm eating really clean all day. I was going to have something, you know, fun <laughs> for mm-hmm. dinner. And I was gonna, one of the things I'm also focusing on is well, uh, finances as well. I'm trying to rein in my spending. I'm trying to save more. I'm trying to pay things off. Um, and I hopped on DoorDash like I always do. Yes. You know, they get a lot of my money or they got, I should say, a lot of my money. They're not getting it this year. Um, <laughs> and I was going to order Thai food. I was in the mood for Thai food. And, you know, the bill came up to like $34. Ooh. And I was like, all right. Jesus. All right. All right. <laughs> I was like, all right. I can't, you know, all right. It's all, it's all right. Like, I, I just got paid. Like, it's cool. I'm going to spend this little 34 and, you know, I'm eat good. I'm having a little food for tomorrow, too. Like, it's cool. Um, and then I was like, no. no. I'm not going to do okay. that. Um, I had actually went grocery shopping today. And I went to Whole Foods. And I bought this. Uh, they have these prepackaged shrimp, um, like fried shrimp, you know, frozen shrimp thingy-majiggers. Um, I said, actually, no. I'm going to go to the Chinese spot across the street. I bought myself some fried rice for $3. You know, some vegetable fried rice, popped the shrimp that I had already purchased in the oven, and you know, that was my dinner, and it was delicious. Okay. And guess who didn't spend thirty something dollars on time? You food? did not. Me, but guess who had a bomb ass dinner? Yep. Me. So, you know, and even while I was in the gym today, because like I said, I'm just getting back into it, right? And anyone that knows, whenever like you go really, really hard, and then like you have an abrupt stop in the mm-hmm. gym. And then you don't go for like a week or two or two and a half, almost three like I did. Um, <laughs> you find yourself when you get back there, like if you're lucky, muscle memory will like, you know, keep you together and it won't be that hard or it can be a little trying. So when I got on you know, the treadmill and I was doing my little cardio session before I had my workout, I was like, whoo, this shit is kicking my ass a little bit. But I said, instead of worrying about that, I have 15 minutes left. Let me just focus on each minute that I'm doing. Just get through this minute. Increase your speed. Increase your incline. And just get through. I just focused on the minutes as opposed to the full length of time. And I tried to focus on the songs that I was listening to. I was like, okay, don't worry about having 15 minutes left on a treadmill. Listen to mm-hmm, the song. Mm-hmm. And whatever the song is, give all your attention to the yes, song. Yes, 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 so, yes. With that being said, that's my get it together for this week. You know, stop worrying about the, the, the length of the journey and just focus on each step that you're taking. Can I get a amen? Can I get an a amen? amen? An amen, yeah. For real. I received that, friend. That was good. Right. Because <laughs> it's easy to get caught up on, like, when it's going to happen how it's happening mm-hmm. for other people. It's so easy ju- Ooh, just yes. to look at the, someone else's results, someone else's practice, and to get down on your own Absolutely. and think, damn, like, why is that not happening to me? And Absolutely. and and I was I I go through that all the time. And one way that I've been able to, like, kind of rid that from my mind to a certain degree is to unfollow people on social media that bring that emotion out of me. 
Ooh, because that is a good one. Come on, extra tip. For real, because social media is so powerful, y'all. And I will, and I, I'm going to keep it funky with y'all. Social media was bringing a jealous spirit out of me sometimes, y'all. And you have to I, be, listen, you I've have to there. be, you, you have to be honest enough to say that it's bring it. Sometimes it yeah. brings envy and jealousy out of people. And, and I know for sure it brought it out of me and I had to unfollow those people that were, and it, it, it's that damn Instagram. Yes, it's that especially. Instagram and it's nothing they're doing. It's not them. It's me. And when I unfollowed right. them, I felt I, I was able to be a lot more content with myself. And I was able to start working yeah. on just more of myself. And just stop looking at those people. So, so just unfollow them and focus on yourself. You know, it's kind of like when artists are working on music and they're like, I don't really listen you to the can't. radio. I don't really focus on what. And it, it can sound kind of weird. Not weird, but it, it, can, count, it can sound kind of uh, unnecessary. Yeah. But I think there is a certain reality there that sometimes you do need to... to Unplug unplug yeah. sometimes you do need to to quiet all the noise especially i feel like if you're working and let's be clear right there is absolutely motivation you can absolutely get on instagram or get on any social media or any platform and and be motivated by the things that you see the things that people are achieving um but it can also be triggering when you want those things and and you're trying, but maybe you aren't achieving them yet, or maybe it's not coming to you in a way that you thought it would, and it's that's happening for somebody else, or maybe you're seeing someone make the right quote unquote decision when you made the wrong quote unquote decision, and and you're seeing what how things panned out for them, and you're thinking to yourself that could have been or that should have been me. Um, so sometimes you do have to, if you find yourself in that space where it's not motivational for you, you do need to disconnect. I think that's that's a healthy thing to do and allow yourself that time to to focus on accomplishing your your goals and focusing on work focus on working on yourself. Bloop. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, we're gonna take a quick little break and we'll be right back with y'all. What up, y'all? It's Vaughn. Hope you all are enjoying the episode thus far. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns in regard to the podcast, or you have a question, or if you need some advice in regard to something, please feel free to reach out to us at Vaughn at GrownUpGay.com, Malik at GrownUpGay.com, or GrownUpGay at gmail.com. If you have any questions in regard to those uh, addresses, please feel free to check the down bar below. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, we are back. We are back. Um, and for this week's Grown Up Gay, if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, the Grown Up Gay segment is the meat and potatoes, if you will, of the show. It is, of course, what the show is named after. And it's kind of where we focus in on topics that are, you know, near and dear to us or our community. So one of the things that I, I wanted to discuss uh, this week, well, the, the, the title that I've given our grown-up game for this week is What's Love Got to Do With It? You know, shout out to mm. Tina, not Ike. Whoa, what's love <laughs> got to do, got to do with it? Got to do with it. Who needs a hard winner? Hard? Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, the reason why it's titled that is because I wanted to discuss dating and love um, from our perspective as uh, 20-something shout out to SZA, uh, 20-something, you know, gay black men. Um, I wanted to discuss where we currently are. I think we've touched on dating on the show before. Um, but, you know, I just kind of wanted to check in and, and, and see what it looks like for us right now, what our headspace is with all these things. Um, so especially, one of the things that I especially want to touch up on is hookup culture. We can never discuss hookup culture enough, right? You got your grinders, your jacks, your... Uh, Instagram DMs, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter favorites <laughs> or likes, <laughs> all these things act as uh, means for people to hook up. Yeah, it's a lot um, of shit out there to hook up. Listen, it's all mm-hmm. over the place. Uh, so, <laughs> actively participating in in hookup culture um, versus looking for a serious relationship, serious relationship. That is the first thing that I want to discuss. So, Malik, currently. Are you actively participating in in hookup culture or are you seeking a relationship or are you just staying to yourself right now? I am not hooking up with anyone um, and I'm not seeking a relationship. Honestly, I've been so into myself and 
I've been realizing that I just don't have the capacity right now to invite anyone else, anyone else into my life and pursue mm. them. I do not have the bandwidth to be the pursuer. I've always been the pursuer. I don't have the energy right now to do that because I'm pursuing so many things right now that take up a lot of my energy and I just don't have the time to be pursuing nobody. So no, but, um, you know, I, I do, I do love companionship. I wish I was hooking up. I could hook up, but I'm just not right now. I feel you. No, I absolutely feel you. I've definitely been there. I think, um, I remember quite a long time ago, maybe two years ago, uh, Takia, shout out to Grown, um, to Getting Grown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takia from Getting Grown, she, Getting Grown, she tweeted, um, if you're single, why? You know, why Why are, are you choosing to be single? Or um, are you, are you, have you found yourself in a, in a place where you're trying to date and nothing is, is you know, it's coming from it? Um, and I remember retweeting her and I said, I'm, choosing to be single because I'm not in this I'm not in a space where I can afford to not be selfish right now and uh, getting into a relationship would would be unbeneficial for both myself and the person that I would be bringing into whatever that situation absolutely um and I think I felt that way for a very long time and I've never been someone that like craved companionship or like really you know, wanted a boyfriend. I wanted it bad. Wanted. I've I've never really been that person. I don't really know why. Um, <laughs> I've I've just always kind of been like, if it happens, it happens. However, I have X, Y, and Z to worry right. about, like you know, these bills, this body, reality, you know, uh, reality, things that matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I'm worried about is some nigga, right? Um, but recently, I'm not gonna lie, I've been entertaining someone. And um, I don't know if it's going to really go anywhere. We're still testing the waters. But I have found that the older I've gotten, especially since I came out to my parents, um, and and I feel like it's a more welcoming environment, if that makes sense, for me to date. Yeah, so since I came out to my parents, I felt like it's kind of put me in a... And especially coming out to my parents, seeing my brother get married, see him uh, have his son... And just seeing that relationship foster and grow and and uh, just getting older, I think, has kind of made me be more interested in it. I'm still not in a place where I'm like, I have to have a boyfriend or, you know, you know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal for me, but I am now allowing myself uh, the opportunity to at least date and, and, and entertain people. Um, but I really want to discuss. So, like, OK, when you were you know, dating or participating in hookup culture. Were there differences for you between how you treated men when you were like actively, you know, wanting to pursue them versus the guys that you were just hooking up with? Like across the board, I'm talking about sexually, um, uh, communicatively, like communicatively. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't know. Communicatively. Yeah. Expectationally, I'm gonna make all kind of yes, words up. I, all the elites. There was <laughs> levels to this shit, okay? Um, and mm. yeah, like I would treat you know some guys a certain way. Like if we just hook it up, then honestly, you had no that va- you have no value to me. Um, you pretty much are just like mm. dirt. Like hey, it's like wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Like bitch. After I go in the bathroom and clean myself up, I'm getting up out of there. Um, you know, it's gonna be a goodbye, and I'm hitting it. Um, but if you're someone that I like, I'm gonna court you. I'm going to, you know, bring you flowers. I'm going to take you out. I'm gonna call you all the time. I'm gonna let you know that I'm interested. I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna like really invest time into you know, um, establishing rapport with you. But if we're just hooking up, honestly, I pay you no mind. Like you, you're just like, just quite um, frank, quite frank in hookup culture. Like there, there've been some guys I've hooked up with and didn't even know their names. Like that's just like the truth right. of the matter. Mm-hmm. It's just very instant. Like that's what I was talking about Instagram about how, you know, people can make you feel bad about yourself because it's just like this instant gratification, Instagram, instant, 
it's very Michael in a microwave fashion. Right. And so that's just how Jack Grinder, all these apps are. Um, and so when something is like really quick and instant like that, there's no way, there's no that's just not the space, honestly, to really treat people like a whole human being because you generally don't have the time often. I'm not saying every... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's not demanded. Also, it's not demanded. And, and, but it's not demanded within the way the platform is laid out, like just the the, the environment. Not saying that every time you get on those, on those apps, you're going to be treated that way, but nine times out of ten, like that's the environment that it, that, that it breeds. Right. Breed, breed it <laughs> raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I know I, I absolutely agree. And I have a question: Is it easy for you to compartmentalize sex versus in the pa- emotion? Can yeah, you separate in the past, them and just- yes. But now I'm starting to see more of the value of like, um, just more the value of. Honestly, just trying to be more, being a little bit more sacred with my body because I really know that I'm mm. the shit, not because I'm saying it, but because I'm starting to feel that way internally. And so I just want to make sure that when I do get mm. myself away, it's like really like heartfelt. Now, let's be clear. I'm a man. And I, and, and I say that because <laughs> like, I'm not just going to think all, all of a sudden, just because I'm in this space that things just change. No shit. When I don't want a nut, I'm still going to fucking nut. Let's be clear. But I still can be bold. I can be nuanced. So yes, there are times when I think, uh, sex can be one sided. It's just about pleasure. It's just about, you know, ecstasy and lust. Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm 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 like I'm I'm starting not to want to do that in access as I did before. I'm starting not to want to be, you know, so habitual. Maybe a little bit n- not as promiscuous in the past as I was. Like maybe a li- you know maybe pulling back a little bit from fucking around so much. So you're gonna get in your. I, I think I want to be a choosy lover. I don't want to just. I don't, don't want to just spray it low and lay it wide anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's real, and I I think my thing is mm-hmm. again I'm a water sign. You know all emotions here. I'm literally my rising, my moon, all sun. Everything is in water. Cancer. Um, sorry, Scorpio. Everything, yeah. Cancer, Moon, right? Um, so for me, I've I think I, I've always been the opposite of that. I've never been able to, not that I haven't, I shouldn't say never, but it's hard for me to compartmentalize sex and emotion um, only because I feel like in order to have a really good sexual experience, especially if you are someone that is a pleaser, hi, um, you have to know the person you're having sex with. You have to know their body, at least. You might not... You, you don't need to know their life. Like, you don't need to know their mother's last name, per se. But <laughs> it does help to know their body. It does help to pay attention to, you know, what makes them moan or their toes curl. Or, you know, they release, you know, certain sounds whenever you do certain things to certain places. Um, and I've always felt like one hookup can't necessarily provide that experience i mean if you get lucky it can but i feel like across the board it's a little harder for you to especially with me because i'm also a germaphobe mm-hmm, and i'm not putting everybody's mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. everywhere like we like i don't know where your hands been i don't know where your feet been i don't know where your penis has been i don't for know sure. how clean you and are. let me tell you something and and, and you know sometimes that i wish i could um, take it back because the motherfucking house was just nasty like damn you know what i'm saying i i, I right. shit. and if the house you know, you is know nasty, god damn you, you in the moment now, let me tell you something one thing about whole culture that in 2020 i want y'all Holes to not do. <laughs> I'm not in whole culture anymore. I'm removed. O- o- only a few months, though. Uh, I, w- I want to let everybody know that's in hookup culture. 2020. If their house is dirty, you do not have to stay. You can't say, nah, I'm good, bro. Because let me tell you something. There have been times when right. I've had to, have to tell the nigga, nah, I just can't. You are, you, you are too musty. Yeah. You are, you stink. 
Mm. You smell nasty. I do right. not want to kiss you. Your breath stinks. I've had to tell men this and and, and just get up out their space, which Ooh, is why in hookup Ooh. culture, I never host at my house. I always go... I always go to them <laughs> because I don't want these niggas in my house. I don't want these niggas in my house. I, <laughs> I do you. not have niggas over I my house. That. I don't want you in my bed because sex is messy. You know Especially what? For Shit, people. even for straight people. Them juices get to flowing. Yeah, yeah no, abs- Goodbye. absolutely. They get to flowing. And I be seeing y'all girls squirting right. this shit everywhere. That's why and, you gotta put you down gotta, the extra blanket. Off the bitch. I don't you know. want to do that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Hookup <laughs> culture just brings it brings it out of it brings it out of us. No, it really does. Um, and like like you said, hookup culture is yeah. pretty much always moving fast, right? Um, but have you ever taken your time and have you found um, that rushing things? you know, sexually or expectationally, like, you know, what what you expect from the people you're casually hooking up with builds a better foundation than just jumping all in or or do you think it doesn't matter either way? It's more based upon the parties than I think, the culture. Yeah, I think I'm parties gonna call my grandmother. If something doesn't start right, it doesn't end right. And starting right means building rapport and well, building foundation. And that's just how it works in life. Well, When you're running for president, you have to build rapport. When you're running um, for anything, when you're interviewing for a job, you got to build rapport. Any kind of office, When you walk into a retail store, the first thing they say is, hello, how are you? Building rapport is how we move the world, communication. And I think that if you go into something and you don't build rapport and get to know someone, you are setting yourself up for failure because you will have nothing to stand on. It, it it would just be a lifeless shell of a situation of a relationship. And so I think that it's in anyone's best interest that's really looking to build something with with someone to take your time and to be as brutally within reason, when I say reason, within the reason of um, not giving too much of yourself away, as honest as possible. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Um you know, like like I said earlier, for me, I'm one of those people that prefers to take their time because you know, like you were saying, Malik, not everybody no, needs to get up in the debbies, as B Scott would say. Them good them debbies. Debbies. <laughs> so I think when you take your time you kinda realize whether uh Exactly. I don't like this thing as much as I thought I did. He's kind of annoying. He can't I'm good. dress. His breath stink. He always got sweats yes. in the winter. Because <laughs> like, in this year, if it's not a if it's not a complete, yes, it's a no. Ooh, I like that. Shout if it's out not to a Terry complete, Theory. Yes, uh, he said that on Facebook. If it's not a yes, it's a no. I mean, and I I I, I agree with that. Like, I like if that. you're not completely vested in it, then don't 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 bother. I I I, mm-hmm. I, I fuck with that. Shout out to Terry. Um. So, we spoke about hookup culture. So, I wanted to know, what are three of your do's and three of your don'ts for uh, okay. hooking up with someone versus when you versus someone that you uh, intend on having a serious relationship? So, what are things that, essentially, three things that you would do that with just a hookup that you wouldn't do? Okay, girls, buckle up your seatbelts and get your pen and your paper. I'm about to school you bitches. So, three do's <laughs> for hooking up. Do... Get an address. Get the address. Google the address. See where you're going. See if it's a house. See if it's an apartment. Zillow the bitch. See what the house is Mm -hmm. worth. Just see where you're going. Because listen, if you're going to the hood (laughs) and it's low property value, you can prepare yourself for that. Okay. Oh my God! I'm sorry. Yeah, I sure can, can. I, can I stop you for three seconds? This yes. brings this reminds me of a story. When when Young On Ron first journey. started, you know, uh, <laughs> right when I first dipped my toes. I mean, it wasn't a full thought journey yet because all it was I just put my feet in the water. I would never forget this. I was coming home from work one night, and you know, I I hopped on uh, the grind of the Durs, mm-hmm. uh, the Book of Shadows, as some call it, um, and 
there was this gentleman that hit me up. Um, he was 5'11", brown skin, you know, looked really good. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, like, right. yeah, I mean, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I mean, so we did the whole exchange mm-hmm. thing, you know, if you know Send what I mean. Um, and he was like, he was like, uh, this is my address, come through. And I was like, I bet, mind you, I'm not that well experienced at this point. Um, so I was a little nervous, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm getting off of work. I'm about Damn, to release, not release. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> release. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> um, so I started driving and, you know, I know Atlanta pretty well. So you make one turn and then you make another turn oh, and then no. you make another turn and then you're like, wait a minute. So next thing I know, I went from downtown to like, um, some Bitch. boondocks ish, right? And I can't judge. I lived in the boondocks. You, we had all types of deer, all types of, you know what I mean. So like, that's not for me to judge, right? Then I made a left, and I was in a trap, and I was like, not wait Pittsburgh. a minute, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, what is this? And I pull up, and it's this pink building. And I said, okay, okay, this looks like a res. This doesn't look like a residential area. It looks kind of like um. It used to be a city and it got abandoned. Um, and then there's just this random pink building. There's no houses. It's not a. It's not an apartment. It's not. A, it's just a pink building, um, and not a big building at that. So I'm like really confused, but I do see parking spots. So I pull my car up to park, and <laughs> I'm like, I, I, you know, I hear. I'm like, so I'm here. Dot 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 dot, and the door opens, and guess what? Mm. My door remained closed. Because uh, the person, and I, I'm not going to lie, I did get out the car, and I went up to, because I, I didn't want to be rude, so I went up to the door, and when I peeked through, man, there were, I will never forget this, there were like uh, beads mm. hanging down mm-hmm. as uh, mm-hmm. a door mm-hmm. for his bedroom, um, and when he went into the bedroom, there was Mariah mm-hmm. Carey posters on the wall. The room was maybe mm-hmm. the size of my closet in Atlanta. Um, and it was yeah. filthy. I mean, filthy. And on top of that, the gentleman, um, the pictures, he was like a strong eight and a half. <laughs> Real life, he was a five. Um, so I said, everything about this got me fucked up. Thank and I said, you know services. what? Thank you for your time. I'm exiting stage left. <laughs> And yeah, so back to what you were saying. Say no if it's if it's not a complete it's a no. yes. It's a no. It's a no. Um, so definitely Google that address, ladies. Do not end up like Vaughn and go somewhere crazy. Google the address and see right. where you are, fellas. See where you're going. Um, number two. Um, when you're hooking up. Be be clean. I have make sure you are together. Oh, that's number one. Make sure you're together. That is number one over here. Do not go to anyone's house. Wash your ass. And your shit is not together. Don't think that, oh, because a lot of you think do this. A lot of y'all think, oh, we just gonna mess around. I'm just gonna suck his dick and you get over there and this nigga's digging in your ass and it's not right. Don't do it. Do not do that. You, You know what I also hate? What? Oh, can I use your bathroom? I cannot stand it. Can I use your bathroom, ass bitch? Um, um. So you left your house to come to my house to use my bathroom. Get out. Get the fuck out. Like, get out, sir, sir. Like, that's a get out. That's a wrap. Like, that's only acceptable if y'all was out at the club. Or something. That's only acceptable then. And like, maybe he tried to press you, and then like he brought you home. Like maybe, but like we have to to go home home together. I agree. I to be at home, and you come all the way to my house. I agree. Can we use your bathroom for a second? You know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. Um, have you ever hooked up with someone and wanted to just take it to the next level, but you didn't, and you couldn't, or you just felt like it just wasn't gonna work? I guess. Um, I absolutely have actually the, the, my first hookup person, if you will, and maybe that's just me catching feelings. Um, uh, we were both Scorpios. Um, 
I found this out because clearly we got to know each other a little bit. He didn't speak much Spanish. I mean, much yeah. English. He was Dominican. Uh, this is here in New York. Um, but we had a consistent amount of hookups. It wasn't just a one-time situation. And I actually, he was very attractive, uh, like super handsome, bomb body. Um, but he didn't speak much That's English. That's good. <laughs> what what, what, what so you talking that for? A, that was... <laughs> <laughs> that was a barrier um and then also he just wasn't close to trying to be in a relationship like he was definitely out here out here on his um okay lay it low and spread it wide tip and I, <clears throat> I wasn't mad at it i wasn't mad at it but um it was funny because one of the times that we looked up we like it was his like maybe his second time coming to my spot as opposed to me going to his and um he was like laying we you know we finished what we were doing and he was laying in my bed and he looked up at my uh my dresser and i have pictures of my myself and my father and my brother and my nephew and my mom and he was like that's your family <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> if familia and i was like i was like yeah that's my, my dad that's my mom that's my brother and he was like, oh my familia my familia <laughs> like, yeah. and, and, and he started asking me like all these like random little or trying to I mean mm-hmm. un poquito espanol just okay. a little bit you know I speak a little Spanish so we're trying it was funny because like I can tell if there wasn't a language barrier we would have had like a good conversation because he we were trying to have one like I was asking him a question about like his family he was asking me about like my apartment and I was you know we were trying to to you know understand one another but it just y'all can google pull out the google translate (laughs) what about you no that's not i'm i'm curious but you know a lot of people think that a lot of people think that you could really do that (laughs) can you imagine you try to try dirty mac to a nigga you gotta like (laughs) google translate it (laughs) like google right trying to eat that ass i am it's it's spanish (laughs) like how how, is, how do you say eat ass in Spanish? Oh my God. I know culo. <laughs> um, and you know, <laughs> this year in 2020, I I want to I want to eat a lot of ass. I want to get my ass eaten as well. But most of all, I do want some romance in 2020. You know, I don't know like you want yeah, some Marvin a little Gaye, Anita. a little Anita. I I, I don't I don't know to like what I, like right? it's a what capacity I want this romance to be. But I want it to be there um, to a degree. And and, it, and it, it could even be intermittent. It doesn't even have to be, like, all the time. I'm, I think I'm fine with, right. you know, like, a, a monthly romance, like a monthly wine and dine. Um, I think that would be nice. Hmm. My... F- it sounds like you might, you might need to find someone that's, you know, on the same yeah. wave as you. That isn't looking for a relationship, but also yeah. would like a little consistency. You know, interesting enough, I'm going out with someone yeah. uh, next week that I saw last month, and we kind of did a whole we we did like a whole dance together. So maybe that person could be there for me. This will be our second uh, second time second time hanging out, and it's really been on like it's really been a lot of like bromance kind of shit, like um, <clears throat> which I'm enjoying because mm-hmm. it's like we can like queen out together, but still be like intimate in, in, in a way without being intimate so it's it's i'm yeah. I'm also i'm starting to like i just see the so much potential around me of like really beneficial relationships that that don't center around sex or sexuality that that are more about just intimacy and connection and truthfulness like i'm enjoying that and i think i'm just going to open up like more opportunity for that in 2020 and just see what that fulfillment looks like because honestly those relationships are the ones that i think we get the most fulfillment from like the ones with our friends and our families because those are the ones that are the Mm -hmm. most consistent like those are the things that really nurture us and yeah, they're the most honest. Yeah, the so most I honest. really want to give give more of those my attention yeah. in 2020, and also just be more open to having more friendships with people in a new way that maybe isn't so typical to, um, you know, what we think it needs to look like. That's real. I want to. That that's real. You know, it's funny when you said when you said um, 
we can queen out together that reminded me <laughs> someone on twitter i don't remember I, I genuinely don't remember who said this so if, if it is you and you listen to the podcast shout out to you i'm not trying to bite you but uh they were like look if i can't come home to my man after a long day you know slam the door and look at him and say girl i'm so sick yes. of this shit <laughs> take your wig off yes. then you ain't the one for me <laughs> And I was like, I was dying laughing because that is so real. Like, you know, we can be all macho and, you know, all that bravado and bullshit. But sometimes, just just like I always say, I can't, the reason why for me I, I like to date within my race is because I want to look at someone and, and call them a nigga and mean it. <laughs> and like, they can call me a nigga and mean it. Like, nigga, yeah. shut up. And you just can't get that with a white man. Because if a white man says nigga, shut up to me, we fight it. <laughs> like... Uh, I'm not Period. the OS. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, is there anything else you want um, to add to this? <clears throat> I think in 2020, if you're hooking up, hook up and fuck with everybody and fuck with a hater got to say. If you're not hooking up in 2020, oh well, good for you. Don't hook up and be cool with that. I think in all, I think all in all, within any culture, respect it. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to even and like it. But the least you could do is keep your mouth off of it if you don't understand it. Because when you speak negatively about something and you're ignorant to it, you're generally spewing propaganda. You're generally spewing, you know, a lot of bad information, negative data that you don't know anything about. So I just think in any topic that we are talking about, if you, you know, if you don't got shit nice to say, don't say it. Period. 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 Uh, <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back with y'all. Hey, you guys, it's Malik. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you haven't, be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter is G R. O-W-I-N-U-P-G-A-Y underscore. And our Instagram is G-R-O-W-N-U-P-G-A-Y. Be sure to tell a friend about what we're doing. Continue to share the show. And we appreciate you and we love you. Now let's get back into the episode. So we are back with On the Timeline. Um, so for this week, we're going to keep things nice and short. Just a few things that uh, we want to discuss. Oh, this, if this is your first time listening to the show, because I feel compelled to say this. On the Timeline is the segment of the show where we discuss things that are generally being discussed. Where? On our timelines. Whether that be on Instagram or literally on Twitter. Or maybe even on Facebook if you are one of those people that still utilize Facebook. Ew. Um, but the first thing that I want to touch on is the cast of Pose being honored by Essence Magazine. Um, Essence Magazine's latest uh, cover, uh, it focuses on black women in Hollywood that are breaking the mold. And I love this so, so very much. And the entire cast of Pose, in, um, including the writer, um, is featured, Miss Janet Mock. So it's it's really dope to me that a black publication such as Essence is not mincing their words. They are fully recognizing and um, celebrating these women for their their advocacy, for their talents, for their beauty, and for what they are bringing to the culture. And I just think it's dope, and I hope it's something that's consistent. Um, I think black media formats need to um, not shy i mean need to need to not shy away from um from this type of exposure because i think it's necessary uh i think these are stories there are black people that are trans there are black people that are gay there are black people that are you know gender non-conforming and those black people need to see themselves celebrated represented and uh, loved so shout out to essence magazine for that shout out to essence shout out to essence thank you essence for a for continuing to help legitimize trans women's importance, their existence, and their relevance when it comes to being included and being seen. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and we just, you know, we just discussed hooking up and, and the yes, usage of jacked and grinder. And Malik, your very first rule was what? 
Google that address and see where the hell you're going. Thank you. And also tell tell a friend. Tell a friend okay. too. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Um and that brings us to our second topic for this week's on the timeline. Uh, now this is brought to us by Washington Blade, which is uh, an LGBT news source. There was a young man um, named, um, well, first of all, his name is Kevin Bacon, not the actor, but there's a 25 year old young man named Kevin Bacon that was murdered by a gentleman that he met on Grinder. Yes, uh, the alleged killer, Mark Latunsky, who looks super raggedy, by the way, Kevin says, ah. uh, yeah, um, Mark Latunsky uh, apparently stabbed Kevin in his back, slit his throat, suspended him by his feet, sliced off his private parts and ate them. Mm. What the fuck? What the fuck? Michigan? I know Florida usually be wildin', but Michigan, sis? What the fuck? Y'all be safe out there, please. Please, please. Carry a taser. You know, carry you some mace. You know what I mean? If, If you don't, especially with these random hookups and you don't really know people, please try and protect yourselves um rest in peace to kevin it is terrible that this happened to him and um you know especially because it happened just before christmas so his family was without him for christmas and his body was discovered days after this uh, happened and he was reported missing so rest in peace to kevin and what the fuck at that whole story yeah that's crazy you gotta be careful out here man it is wild so I wanted to end our on the timeline topic this week with a reality TV wrap up. Now, Malik, mm. I don't know if you've been catching up or keeping up, I should say, not with the Kardashians because we don't watch them, but um, with the ladies of Bravo. I'm just going to say ladies of Bravo across the board, because let me tell you something. Bravo. Y'all are doing it like They're I doing really got to give y'all props because I remember when Bravo was nothing but Kathy Griffin for me. Um, she used to have her specials on there and her My Life on the D-List show. Yeah. But Bravo is really bringing the quality, quality they, reality. They're bringing TV. some good TV, man. Let me tell you. Some good TV. Good ass TV. Yeah. Real Housewives really of Orange County was good. Real Housewives of... Let me tell you something. Y'all are sleeping on Real Housewives of Dallas. That is good white woman drama. Is it? It is. Now, I don't even look it, at it. I, I was think never, about those girls. I was never interested in um, Real Housewives of Dallas at all. It wasn't until um, I was on Twitter one day and Polo Kenny, a.k.a. Polo Kenny, um, he was tweeting about Real Housewives of Dallas. And I was like, I cannot believe he was watching Real Housewives of Dallas. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I ain't got nothing else to watch. You know, I've uh, watched all of the things I can on Netflix. I said, let me just give give it a spin. You know what I mean? Plus, I love white women drama. I really do. White women read each other in such, like, <laughs> a petty yet, like, like, immaculate way. Like, they take the littlest thing and make it mon you fucking mental. Um, so, yeah, Real Housewives of Dallas is good. Real Housewives of Dallas, to me, is like the white Potomac. Because I feel like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is the white Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then, like, you like Real Housewives of Potomac is, like, the black, is, is the lesser black version of, you know, Real Housewives of, um, of Dallas. Like, I feel like they're on, on par with each other. And they're both surprisingly really good because I also slept on Real Housewives of Potomac. And now I cannot wait for the next season to come. I already know it's going to slap. How? Because there were fights that there are charges being pressed on each other. Like real fights. I'm talking about hands being thrown. Yeah. And I am a messy bitch who lives for drama. So lives for the drama. Yeah. So shout out to, to Bravo. Also, Married to Medicine. Can we just. My favorite. Can we get into how great Married to Medicine is? Awesome. Such I mean, a great show. 
such a good show. Married to Medicine was so nuanced this season. It it just had so many amazing themes. Um, as you know, my favorite person on the show is still Miss Quad, Miss Quad, Miss Quad. Miss Quad. She's very busy. She's very busy. She's very busy. That's still my girl. Um, but I also thought I saw <clears throat> some interesting uh, concepts around Jackie this season. Right. Um, the whole thing that happened with her and Buffy. Mm-hmm. But. Now, one thing I, I do like about these shows now is that the the stars are starting to give a lot more detail and background yes. about what we're missing. And if you watch any of the after shows or any of the confessionals that the girls do on their own, because specifically Dr. Heavenly's. Come was, on, Malik. I was just about to revealed, say. I was just about to say that. She revealed that the situation with... Um, Buffy. With, with Buffy was a lot of it was out of, was out of context, mm-hmm. and what she added that um, Jackie actually shared that she also was infertile, and that Jackie was sharing stories about all the girls and mm-hmm. how Buffy went home was like, oh, she enjoyed her story, and then it kind of came back after allegedly Mariah and other girls got it. in her ear and told her, oh, girl, you need to really come come after Jackie because that will get you solidified on the show, right. and it really just. I think those things it just adds those a lot nuggets. more yes. flair. It yeah. adds flair. It's like wow, these bitches really about drama. Did you, know? you <laughs> did you watch Heavenly's interview with um Daniva? Um, yes, with Funky Daniva. I did. It was so good, and it I provided... didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched oh, okay. a good like. Tw- tw- I- I'll go probably go back and watch it later, but I watched you about twenty it minutes. It provided so much context because I knew something was up with Buffy. Yeah, I knew it. I said she. I was like, she's doing the most. Like none of the story makes sense to me. The dots are just not connecting. Like for someone to be as well off as you know, um, knowledgeable and and as you know, affluent as she is, for her to be having issues with, uh, you know, getting ha- getting pregnant. I especially if you've tried IVF. How is sur- surrogacy not the natural next step? And it's not like you can't afford it because you absolutely can. And it's not like you are ignorant to it because you're you're doing IVF, which means I'm sure someone or you've attempted IVF. So someone had to mention surrogacy. And I I loved Heavenly's uh, interview with Deneva because she gave us the tea that um, Buffy has actually been trying to get on Married to Medicine for four years now. Really? Yes. Oh, I missed for that. For four years. And... If you if you watch the season, then you'll see Buffy like tested the waters with a few of the ladies. She came for Quad a little bit. Uh, she came for Toya out the gate because I thought I think she thought Toya was gonna be easy bait with the whole Jocelyn Hernandez. Like she she literally brought Jocelyn to read Toya to so she can have a bit of a storyline there. But it didn't work. It fizzled out kind of quick because Toya didn't. It give fizzled it out so quickly, but it was great. It was that was a great intro for Buffy. Yeah. I really thought when that happened, Buffy was gonna come in with that bitch energy, and she did it. She because she doesn't and have it. I really she doesn't she, she and doesn't I have really it in thought, her. Yeah, I really thought that if Buffy would have came in with that big girl bold energy. Uh, I'm that fabulous bitch, very much Takara Jones. That 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 spirited girl. Buffy would have a spot on Married to Medicine. Yeah, but she was just too fucking timid. Yeah, she because the thing is, and I, I think she she did what a lot of people do, like she she did what Candy does, or she tried to do what Candy does, right? Where you let someone else do your dirty work for you, but you just you 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 tread the muddy waters. You feel me? Like mm. uh, someone else muddies the water, you just happen to like tread lightly within that muddy water. The difference yeah. is, Candy can keep the shit going. Hmm. Candy can she'll read back, and she'll, she'll back it up. She'll back it up and, and she won't back down back it from up. it. And Whereas Buffy muddied down, the water yeah. and then instantly tried to purify that hoe. Like, that's not how that works. <laughs> like, you gotta, yeah. you, your friend reads Toya, you need to be reading Toya as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she yeah. didn't have it in her. Anyway, so Heavenly gave that little bit of, that, you know, little nugget of information. And then she also, you know, like you said, explained that Jackie was literally speaking to each one of the castmates and kind of trying to connect her her story with each one of the ladies. And I think the more juicy piece of information that she gave was that when they were actually in Mexico, that like 
there was an apology and everything was squashed. And it wasn't until they got to that table, like you said, Mariah and them had put into her like, sis, if you want to stay here, this is this. You need to go for the gusto, which is when (laughs) everything turned up and Buffy started really performing. So, um, yes, Mary's medicine. But see. A reality show advice it reads on camera sis absolutely Con- consistency is the best thing if it's you come key. in with one personality key. keep that personality right keep it absolutely and we're gonna end this off with real housewives of beverly hills mm. Whew. Haven't so seen it. I, it's not out yet it hasn't started okay. yet okay i didn't think um, so it's going to be such a great... Let me see. Real Housewives of Potomac this next season and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they're officially going to sit Real Housewives of Atlanta on their ass. Officially. Because mm. both seasons... Also, by the way, tidbit, Real Housewives of New Jersey is actually pretty decent this season. They New haven't done had, it for me. Did you see when that bitch had snatched po- that whole... She snatched that whole right up. Sure did. I guess. Sure did. And then I, I died because I, I, that was the first episode I've watched in literally maybe two seasons because I just yeah. haven't cared for Real, for Real Housewives of New Jersey. But I thought it was crazy because everyone was like, Teresa, how can you be her friend? She poured, she pulled her hair. And, she, and Teresa's she like, started okay, it. Girl, she poured she water on her. Because let me tell you something. I actually give Danielle mad credit because if you pour water on me, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm punching you in your sh- I'm, I'm, I'm deading you. Yeah. It's like over. off rip. I'm not gonna walk away and then completely. I'm punching you in your shit. Period. Like the minute the water pours, it's that ass. <laughs> so I give Danielle mad credit because I would have wore sis out. I, I would have loved to see Danielle punch that hole on her stomach. She should have <laughs> <laughs> fought. I would have beat her. I would listen. I would. I would have worn her. Like a I mean, a good gut, a good gut Listen. punch will knock a bitch. It will take the air out of a bitch. Straight out, okay, of for like, real, a good. Punch and you know she in her in her like sixties, so it would have definitely worn her. <laughs> that would have worn her. It would have worn her. Shoes would have been like ran like like ran down fucking uh, Uggs. It would have worn her. <laughs> Bust down. Oh right. my god. Right, but I wanted to end it with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, because it was just. An exclusive uh, was given to uh, Daily, the Daily Mail, um, mm. where Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards have been having an affair since January. Stop it! With each other. I am sick of these bitches. With mind you, Denise was married on the last season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She spent pretty much the entire season talking about how her husband has a big ass dick, and how they have sex twenty four seven. But apparently she wanted some of that Brandy Glanville loving. And me personally, I love Brandy. She is a fucking mess. She is like grade A top tier trash, but in like the best way possible for reality TV. And Bravo has never, I think she might be the only person Bravo has never been able to rein in. Like she is just balls to the wall. Like, (laughs) like she takes it there. And, um, Apparently, while on their, you know, their cast trip that they always go on, it was exposed on camera that Denise and Brandy have been having their affair. And it, <laughs> it actually caused Denise to stop filming. She walked away from the show. <laughs> um, so After I, it was revealed that her and Brandy were having an affair. Yes. Wow. Yes. Is Denise Richards, does she hold um, a title? She does. She's a, She became a housewife as of last season. Okay, because I know at first she wasn't. Yeah, as of last okay. season. So I, I can't wait. Wow. I can't wait. That uh, that and Garcelle Bouvier. Yes, I can't So we got a black housewife and this kind of, listen, listen. Beverly Hills has a black I housewife. I going to be a housewife or a friend to the show. She's a housewife. Okay. Yeah, she's a. She'll have her. Um, they don't even hold peaches. They don't hold anything. They don't. I think they have diamonds actually. Oh, yeah, diamonds. That's yeah. What it is. So yeah. I think she'll she'll yeah. be holding a diamond. So <laughs> that is it for this week's on the timeline wrap up, um, and that is it for this week's show. We hope you all enjoyed. We're keeping it very n- nice and short this week. You know, a little a quickie, if you will. Mm. Um. As always, if you want to write into our Spill It segment, uh, that is our 
question and advice segment if you have any questions for us or if you need advice on anything or if you maybe have something you would like to see hear us talk about uh please be sure to reach out to us you can email me at vaughn v-a-u-n at grownupgay.com malik at grownupgay.com or you can email the show at grownupgay at gmail.com you can also follow us on our social medias um you can follow myself on twitter at underscore vaughn and on instagram at vonogram malik Malik Khalid Yoga everywhere where it's social Malik Khalid Yoga holla at your boy you guys have an awesome evening an awesome morning whenever you listen to us holla peace